Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I'm nervous for this either. I mean, you're definitely right that, like, this is something we're both very familiar with. I don't know why Mm -hmm. this has been nerve-wracking for me. (laughs) This is the most, like, I've ever been nervous for one. Really? And it's literally... No. I I don't know. (laughs) I should have brought my emotional support animal on the camera. He can fix us. Yeah, yeah, um... mine's out there. Aww. Probably scared it to death because I actually think I'm just about to storm. That's exciting. Yeah, there's a under here. I'm kind of concerned because I need to go like into society again and get dinner tonight at some point. Oh, yeah. Ew. <laughs> yeah. It's like a 30 minute drive to the dearest Walmart. It's so bad. Yeah, Asuka's not. Um close to anything there we go those are words yeah (laughs) all right so um welcome back to alabama care i'm mccartney hagar and this is sarah williams double anchors today and we're going to be talking (laughs) about disability pride month so um sarah let's kind of explain like what disability pride is okay do you want to go first or no you you can go first Okay, so disability pride to me is like being proud of who you are, whether you have a physical disability, um, mental, any kind of disability, um, and not being scared of being yourself regardless of it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot of... um we're kind of brought up to be kind of ashamed of it, you know? Like, oh mm-hmm. no, I wish I could do this. But um, I think disability pride is just like recognizing that, you know, you are the way you are and there's no wrong way to be a person, especially right. not, you know, the way you were born in this world. So that's kind of, it's been like a big deal for me to know that this is a thing because I didn't think we had stuff like this for a long time. Like other I didn't either. Yeah, yeah, it's really, yeah. it's it's nice to be included in that, you know? And one thing I've heard um, other people say is, it's like, oh no, they're ripping off Pride Month, as in for, um, you know, LGBTQIA+, mm-hmm. and that's, that's not the case. It's just that every, you know, every community needs their moment to shine, their moment to take right. back you know, the spotlight and to feel good about themselves. And the reason ours happens to be the month after Pride Month, OG Pride Month, is um, (laughs) because the 26th of this month is when the ADA was signed. And we'll um, get into that. So, um, Sarah, what, tell me like a little bit more about your experience with Pride and maybe even the ADA, like just this general feeling around this just a general thing yeah so it honestly i was born with my disability um Mm -hmm. but it honestly took me so long to not care Mm -hmm. um same and just like accept who i was um 
but that also had to do with like because of bullying and stuff um it wasn't helpful in accepting <laughs> yeah yeah same sorry we had a quick cameo from an ask a staff member <laughs> <I'm in the laughs> but yeah i kind of had the same experience i know that like adjusting to life with a disability can be harder for people that weren't born with them but i think like the level of acceptance also isn't there when you're born with it as well and i know for me there was a lot of um talk about like surgery so i could walk and things like that like many mm -hmm. attempts were made to give me more abilities than what i was born with and a lot of right. them didn't work out you know so there's like this expectation that your life is going to you're going to have less to deal with than what you have right now and more often than not that's just not the case especially when you consider like aging you know one day everyone will have a disability at some point in their life right because that's just part of the natural aging process so right. yeah i feel like because there was so much talk of like quote fixing me when i was a kid it's definitely it was definitely harder for me to look at myself and say this is me forever this is who i am mm -hmm. and to own it right <laughs> to this day there's still talk of like fixing me um mm -hmm. and i'm 27 years old um right, right and but now i'm just like this is literally like me there's no fixing me right right same yeah i have i feel like there's a lot of people are more concerned about that than i am like mm -hmm. as far as my physical disability goes i have a few disabilities but as far as like the one that's visible and everybody knows about it's not something that really affects me in my day-to-day -day life all that much like i'm used mm -hmm. to using a wheelchair it's fine you know like right. i have some chronic pain but i feel like i probably would have had a lot of it anyway you know right. it's just yeah. as far as disabilities go it's not that bad like i i can't complain yeah. i'm 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 good with it yeah and like on the other side of that the, like the wheelchair thing um that you were just talking about I didn't get put into a wheelchair until I was 18. Oh, really? So, yeah, I didn't grow up in one. Uh, I was walking. And uh, so it was hard for me. I was also got put in a wheelchair, graduated high school, went into college. Like, it all happened all at once. <laughs> that would be super stressful. So it took a long time to get used to that part. Um, mm-hmm. That was also, like, when I learned how to advocate for myself, like, by myself. Mm -hmm. um, so everything kind of happened just all at once. Yeah, I think, honestly, the transition to losing abilities, which a lot of us go through, like I said, mm -hmm. even typical people with the aging process, that's, like, the hardest part, I would right. say. Because I've experienced yeah. that to a point. Especially, I have an invisible disability called psychic vomiting syndrome, and mm -hmm. it, um, I used to get, like, a couple episodes a year, and now I have, like, multiple a month, but they're less severe. So I used to be able to just kind of live my life normally, but now I have to constantly be planning for it, constantly working around it. I was out of, like, I'm working at Camp Aska right now, as you know, but our audience doesn't, and, um, it's been, I missed 
like almost an entire day of work because I had a migraine so severe I couldn't drive my chair which is part Wow. of CVS and I was extremely nauseated and that used that would have been like a, I had the same thing happen like a couple weeks ago so I, I would have with my previous symptoms I would have been good but now it's like I'm constantly having to miss school and constantly having work because of it and it's Right. much less predictable so I think having that freedom like and losing it has been really difficult for me and it's been um so I can see how something more tangible something more visible would be a lot um a lot harder to lose as well Right. but that doesn't mean even with that said I think that um people without disabilities tend to over focus on what we're losing and maybe not the community we're gaining in exchange Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, just throwing this out there, I am checking Facebook comments. So for our audience. We want to hear from you. Tell us your story. We do. Or just tell us we're pretty. That works too. That that And does work. That, that flatter works will get very you well. everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> My brother's watching apparently. Hi, Matt. Well, that's fun. <laughs> I love when my family watches these. I obviously, I actually, I usually put. I actually don't. You don't? No, like when we're live, like I don't like them watching. I don't know why. I think it scares me because. <laughs> Yeah, I do sometimes feel weird. Like, I know my friends, a lot of the times, like my best friends will watch the broadcasts, but I feel a little weird about it because I have like a work persona. Like I have a broadcast voice, you know? And it's Yeah. weird to like have work life and home life come together. But yeah, so I want to transition back into talking about the ADA, ADA a little bit because Yeah. Okay. um, I was talking about like the sense of community and all the people Mm hmm you gain and have a connection Right. to instantly just by having a disability. And that's really what made the rights we have today possible. Mm hmm And um, obviously there was a lot of pushback to passing the ADA, which is the Americans with Disabilities Act. And it, um, it guarantees that accommodations have to be provided in private spaces like businesses. So um, without it, we would be in a bad place trying to go to college because they, they count as private institutions. And of course, we have less protections in that setting than we do, like, in, um, you know, primary education. But yeah. Um, what really, like, when I think about the ADA, like, yeah, having rights is great. But the story behind it of how it was all friends and people that knew each other and, like, banded together all from across the country to come and show people the, the state we were living in. as in the state of being, not the, not the state, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, um, <laughs> like, have you seen videos of the Capitol crawl? Right. <laughs> yes, I did. Like, it's amazing to see, like, there's, like, young kids, there's, like, elders, Right. you know, people from Yeah. all walks of life came out there to be like, do you want me to have to climb up the stairs? Is this what you want for me? You know? And I think the fact that it touched that many people was like, like seeing that it affects so many age groups and so many, you know, 
all races, all religions, everyone experiences disability. And you can't pretend that it's not a part of your life because one day you will you will have to deal with some of the things we do. Exactly. Yep. Everybody's going to at like, some point. Right, right. And that's like a good way not to feel sorry for yourself and to have pride, you know. We're just getting we're just we're just getting a little crash course a little early. <laughs> let's see. We already have a ton of comments, so let's go to Facebook real quick. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, Charlie Wood said, "You're both very pretty." LOL. <laughs> That's my roommate slash aide. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, my brother Matt Williams said, "Y'all so pretty." Thanks, Aww. Matt. <laughs> um, accessing potential through assistive technology said, hey, beauties. And then Ashley McLeary said, sorry, it's me. I forgot to switch profiles. Hey, beauties. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Ashley. Oh, I love her. I She's too. great. Mm -hmm. uh, Ashley also said... Crip Camp was an eye-opening documentary about what it took for people with disabilities to gain legal rights. That's a movie we could talk about, yes. We should. I was I was trying to decide if I should bring it up, because that's like where yeah. a lot of my background knowledge on this stuff comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, tell me it about was, your experience. It was such a good movie, though. Mm-hmm. No, it like, really I... Yeah, it... It made me think so much of like what they actually went through before mm -hmm. ADA stuff. Yeah, same. I was just talking to um, a camper here the other day who was like born in the 70s. And so I, we were just talking and I was like, can I ask you a question? What was it like before the ADA? And he was like, well, I went to college before the ADA. It, it was bad. <laughs> like, I just I just can't imagine not having any legal recourse for the stuff that mm -hmm. you need, you know? Like, people just having to do it out of the goodness of their heart. Right. It's like, people, aren't, don't have, people don't have to treat you like people. That's just unimaginable to exactly. me. And, like, yeah. to a point, it's not because we still experience some of it today, but... Yeah. It did make me feel also prideful. I think that's really where my concept of what disability pride feels like comes from. Because yeah. seeing that, um, the fact that to pass 504, which is the precursor to the ADA and um, guarantees, you know, accommodations in public spaces as, you know, things run by the government, um, for those who don't know. But yeah, that seeing that that was like the longest government takeover of a government building ever in the United States. You know, people just don't think of people with disabilities as being strong, as being able right. to just, like, come in and be like, I'm not leaving until you pass this bill. Mm -hmm. So it really, I was very proud of, like, the people that have come before us to have gotten to that point and been able to organize that, even with all of their needs. And, you know, right. nobody died. Exactly. So that, yeah, that took an amazing amount of planning and determination. And, you know, yeah. so much respect to that generation for what they had to put up with and for making things better for us. Mm -hmm. 
Well, let's see. Chad Craddock said, hey, McCartney. Hi, Chad. <laughs> it's good to have you. Uh, Matt said, where can I watch that? I think it was on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix made it. Yeah. So it should it be was on Netflix and it should It was be on okay. Netflix. So if they haven't gotten rid of it, it's still on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix produced it, so it should stay on there. It yeah. For the foreseeable future. Um let's see. Ashley McClure Leroy said even as a person with a disability and a professional in disability services, I didn't know about the activities about the activists who made such an impact. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know think... about uh, Judy Human until like, I think I was watching one of your broadcasts. Oh, really? Yeah, and you mentioned her and you mentioned her book. And, uh, mm -hmm. I, like, got it on Amazon, <laughs> like, that night, and I read the whole thing in, like, maybe two days. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I have a special story with how I found her. My, um, uncle also has multiple disabilities, and, like, we're really close, and that's something, you know, obviously we bonded over. And he was watching um, the show with Trevor Noah. I think it's The Daily Show. But yeah, and she so. was on there. Yeah. He was on there mm -hmm. being interviewed for her book tour. And he showed it to me. He's like, hey, I found this person. You know, she's doing exactly what you want to do. You would really love her. And he, um, like, you know, showed me her interview. And that then that led me to, like, you know, following her. And that's how I found Crib Camp. So, like, that kind of disability solidarity is, like, you know, it's how I got to this point and also had right. the skills to get this job because it led me yeah. to do community organizing and videos. So I probably wouldn't right. be here if he hadn't seen that. So gotcha. that's pretty cool. Right. Let's see. What else do we have? Ashley McClure, Leroy. I'm always... So proud to see true disabled people in TV and movies, not just actors portraying disabilities. Yes. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> there are so many. You, you don't, don't even get me started on that. I think <laughs> the movie Me Before You is so problematic, mm -hmm. I could scream. Yes. And the fact that so many non-disabled people watch it. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Like, you know, there's so much acclaim for these abled actors that are portraying mm -hmm. disability. It's like, you know, what about us? No one's going to hire me. They're like, we don't need a token person in a wheelchair to be an actor, you know? Right. So that's there like was, a cool thing. Yeah. There was a, we could probably do an entire broadcast just on that. <laughs> As we should. But, um, Yeah. <laughs> But uh, there was a movie, I can't remember the name of it, but they were, it was, the little girl had spina bifida, which is the disability that I have. And mm -hmm. the way that they portrayed that, I was so mad by the end of that movie. Oh, yeah. 
I was like, See, that's I not how that happens. No. Right? There's so much of that. And um, I've been spared, like, the personal feeling of having your disability m completely misrepresented and made to look like torture <laughs> because mine's really rare. But, um, you know, obviously there was that incident back in 2016 when um, Trump was on the campaign trail. And the mm -hmm. reporter that he gotten a thing with and made fun of had AMC, uh, the yeah. same thing I do. Yeah. So the like joint contractures he was making fun of were mine. So mm -hmm. that felt I that's the only way I can really connect to the experience you had. Because it's like, wow, okay. It's it's like it's different when it's like someone that literally would be going to all the same doctors, having the same experience as you do, you know? Mm -hmm. And like yeah. the it's just so disrespectful to, mi to right. misrepresent disability or mock it. Yeah. Ashley McLeary said, I spy Judy on your shirt. Yes, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> but this this is Judy when she was um, speaking. I, I think it was for 504, but she was involved in ADA things too. And um, it's you see the text at the bottom, but it says, if I want to see if I see disabled people change the world. That's what it says. That's cool. I love it. I bought it. She was doing some yeah. kind of fundraiser, I think, for the Disability Rights Education and Defense Fund. And I bought this, like, immediately. It's like, heck yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's see. Any more? No more comments. Thank you, everyone, for commenting. It warms our hearts. I'm glad you're here hanging Oops. out with us. Oh, Ashley McLeary, she commented. <laughs> we love she said, Ashley. We, we love Ashley. <laughs> um, Ashley said, there's a documentary called Bernadette of a Young Lady with My Disability, CMT, and I was so glad to see my rare disability shown in the media. There's also a person with CMT that's an actress in a Lifetime movie. Those things make me feel pride. <laughs> Ash, she also said, I'm just going to be y'all's friend tonight. You can be our friend anytime that. you want to, Ashley. Absolutely. <laughs> That's really cool that there's um, some Charcoal Marie Tooth um, representation happening. I know like several people with it. So it's weird to me yeah. that there's not more. Yeah. That's how I feel about Spina Bifida. Because it's like so there's so many people that I know about with it, mm -hmm. but you go to, like, some other person, and they know nothing about it, and uh, I've gone, I went to a doctor, like, a couple months ago, maybe, and he had no idea, I mean, it wasn't, like, a specialty doctor for spina bifida, mm -hmm. but he had no idea, and I was like, Okay. <laughs> that, that's a hard experience to have, to just have to, like, recite your entire medical history and know, mm -hmm. like, I have the Wikipedia page for AMC memorized because of this. Yep. Yep. If it makes you feel better, we did learn about spina bifida in my, um, like, 11th grade anatomy class, anatomy and physiology. Mm -hmm. So, at least... 
you know, at this secondary level, they're maybe stepping it up and talking about disability more. Yeah. One, one thing I know that has cool spina bifida representation is my favorite podcast, Welcome to Night Vale. I don't, I think I've talked about this on here before, but I, um, the, you know, it's like a, you know, a comedy drama podcast, you know, it has an overarching story. So it's like watch a TV show, but audio. And, um, the reason I actually chose to meet the creators of it for me, for for like Magic Moments, the wish granting organization, Mm -hmm. because they had such great representation of so many different identities and because disability was among them. And normally it's like the one that's left out, you know? Like seeing yourself reflected in something that that like Night Vale is also a source of disability pride for me. But yeah, the character has spina bifida and um, uses a wheelchair and she's like the captain of the wheelchair basketball team. And they talk all about her cool adapted car. And it's like, eee, it's positive. <laughs> They're just see. talking about how cool she is. We have more comments. Oh, my. I'm actually loving this. <laughs> right? The chat is popping. We love to see it. We do. Um, Matt, my brother, said, in your, in your opinion, is there a movie where a non-disabled actor or actress adequately portrayed a disabled character? Adequately portrayed. See, it, usually it's not for me. Okay, like, the movie... I'm gonna use, I mean, like, you know, Me Before You or whatever, or the the Theory of Everything with Stephen Hawking, mm-hmm. where they used it's a non-disabled actor. It's usually not that they're um, that they're not good actors, or like that they're that they're not portraying it correctly. I mean, obviously, like yeah. you, it's just that like they're taking away opportunities from people who that's their only opportunity to act. You know. Right. Yeah. At least in my experience. Yeah. Like, um. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I was just trying to think. Okay. Uh, yeah, just, just cut me off whenever you think of what yeah, you Yeah, I was just, say. I was just, no, I was just trying to think of a movie that adequately right? portrayed someone. <laughs> right. See, it's like, it's not that, um, Eddie Redmayne isn't a good actor, or didn't mm-hmm. capture the character of Stephen Hawking okay. It's just that, you know, there are actors out there who have SMA or who have some kind of muscular right. dystrophy, like what Hawking had, that are never going to That's not a... Right. Oh, she froze. Sorry, y'all. We're having technical difficulties tonight. Oh, oh are yeah. you back? It's been... Oh, could you not hear me the whole time? Oh, you froze for a second. Oh, okay. What's the last thing you heard? Uh, I actually don't remember. <laughs> okay, well, sorry for the technical difficulties, guys. Uh, my point is just that, you know, if they did a movie about a famous person with arthrogryposis and they casted someone who was non-disabled, all these, all these people that want to be actors that can't that have this disability are losing that opportunity i mean we don't cast people who aren't of a certain background when it comes to other identities although we do 
we do that mm -hmm. with trans folks and you know lgbt folks all the time but um just because just because you can masquerade as someone doesn't mean you effectively understand their experience or that you know they couldn't you know we can tap in if there was a movie about a famous person with spina bifida you could tap into what that experience is like from the heart you know right yeah and that would be your opportunity to shine mm -hmm. and to get future roles so that's right. exactly that's my <laughs> And you think of I still have not come up with any movie that, like, adequately portrays. Like, I can, there are movies that I can think of that, like, they don't adequately portray. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and um, a lot of that's see. behind the camera. That's not yeah. necessarily the act. Exactly, yeah. Um... Ashley McLeary said, Alan Jackson, an OG country singer, just admitted to having it, and it seemed like the first time ever the news was telling people what CMT is. It's a breath of fresh air to be able to say, oh, I have what this famous person has. Much easier for random people to have understanding than trying to explain your disability. Mm-hmm. There's an um an actress for the life of me I can't think of her name right now, but she's a British actress. I'll pu I'll put it in the comments when I think of it, and um she has my disability and she's fairly famous. She was also involved mm -hmm. in like disability rights advocacy back in like the nineties and stuff in England, but um so only like people from the UK know what AMC is. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about you? Have you had that experience? Um, not necessarily. Um, I don't know, like, any famous people that, like, have spina bifida. That mm -hmm. off the top of my head, anyway. Um, I have, like, Spina bifida gets overshadowed a lot because uh, October is Spina bifida awareness month, and but it's overshadowed by uh, breast cancer awareness. Mm -hmm. Um, so like when I was in college or whatever, like all that would be like breast cancer stuff would just be like all over campus. And I would be like, mm -hmm. that this is my month, though. <laughs> yeah. The same thing happened to me with um, this, um, arthrogyposis, my physical disability. June is our awareness month. So, of course, it's going to be Pride Month during that mm -hmm. time. And, like, you know, I'm totally chill with both you know like both are vibes for me but at the same time right. it's like no matter which one you're calling attention to like on social media or like if you're buying or making merch for it you feel like when you're caught between like two things that are happening at the same time that apply to you it's like which one it's like you feel like you're neglecting one community no matter which way you turn right yeah 
course, nobody Let's knows see. what AMC is. Uh, let's see. Ashley McLeary. It's hard to say if actors adequately portray a disability. I don't have. Honestly, don't know the true experience, but I completely agree with you, McCartney, that it takes away opportunities from disabled people that want to act. It does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I she said, that was a good question, Matt. <laughs> it was a good question. Thank you for that, Matt. And thank you for the participation, Ashley. We love you. <laughs> and then Matt also said, you're the most famous person I know. It's fine a bit, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you work in broadcasting. That's kind of famous. I mean, yeah. <laughs> We're famous among like maybe 20 people with disabilities in Alabama. Yeah, and then we have Camp Asco. So, yeah. We're famous with that. Those, that yeah. group. Mm hmm. Um, we need to come and visit. then I want to so bad. Um, the problem is, I live in Georgia now and don't drive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Um, me and my boyfriend, I might get me and my, or my boyfriend to road trip it. That'd be sweet. Um, Matt also said Halloween for some reason. I, I don't know. We've been talking about a lot since these comments came through. I don't know. Um, I know that Halloween's a weird time of year for a lot of people with different disabilities. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes people will dress up as like with scars and stuff to look scary or things like that which is offensive and a problem right like yeah but that i feel like that's a whole other topic i don't necessarily want to get into right now yeah another broadcast we're coming up with so yeah. many broadcasts that we could do together oh my gosh we could do these we should definitely yeah it would be fun um Oh, he's talking about October. Oh, uh, okay. For uh, Spina Bifida Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. I don't think... I've month. never, like, necessarily thought Halloween got in the way of that, though. Mm -hmm. Like, Spina Bifida Awareness or whatever, just because it's literally the last day of the month. Um, True. It's like one day versus the whole month. Exactly. Whereas uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month is like the entire month. And yeah. more people are just like aware of it and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get there's only 12 months. Yeah. For Awareness Month. <laughs> but I definitely, your your feelings on that are definitely valid that it's you know, it's hard to share the spotlight when you're trying to yeah. do activism and spread awareness for things. Right, yeah. So, um, it's, it's getting a little late. Do we want to um, have some closing statements or run over our last couple points? And... Whichever. Yeah. Uh, to just... Um, I think uh, do you have any... we're going to put the 
links in the chat anyway of the stuff that we mm -hmm. didn't go over. Right, right, the videos that we found. Yeah. Well, follow those links for more Judy Human, the star of today's broadcast, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she actually did really turn into the star. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Matt came up with a broadcast idea. I would like to watch a broadcast where you share the best and worst depictions of disabilities on film. Ooh. This could be fun. That could be a good one, yeah. I Full stop though, Crip Camp is the best. Mm -hmm. Everything else is under that. The, the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like a two second broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, pay us. <laughs> Two seconds. Exactly. <laughs> you broadcast in one. <laughs> okay, uh, Clifton is putting all the links in the chat right now. Thank you, Clifton. Special shout out to Clifton. Yep. <laughs> He's the best. And so tech, are the cats. Tech person around and the cats. Mm -hmm. Who should have been on the broadcast today. <laughs> mm hmm We need them, Cliff. Matt said, I because I think I've watched several that maybe weren't that great. I have watched several that were not that great and made me mad because they were not that great. <laughs> same, same. So many. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I feel like to go to all the movies that are bad would take... It would be all movies that have people with disabilities mm -hmm. in them, honestly, because they all have yeah. something problematic about them, I feel like. And sometimes yeah. it can be really major. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, some are better yeah. than others, but they're all pretty. Very rare to see good. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you just, like, love it, you aren't gonna mm -hmm. be able to act it, but, you know, whatever. For another broadcast, we'll work on it. Yeah, another time. We'll 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 get there, Matt. Maybe during Halloween. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's gonna be this one. And then I'm gonna do a Spina Bifida awareness one in October. <laughs> I will watch. I will share. Um. Also, need to do a music one. We're coming up with stuff on broadcast. That's great. I have, um, I just bought a couple CDs by, um, disability, disabled artists that sing about disability, so get with me on that. We can do that I together. I will, yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, but, we can talk about this off. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> Fun things to consider, though, guys. There's, you know, yeah. new movies, all this stuff made by disabled people about disability, so that's also a source of pride for me. So Music, I think, movies, um, my TV... Yeah. My closing statement yeah. is, um, you know, find people that connect to you. Don't be ashamed to, like, seek out other people with disabilities. And um, remember that diagnosis isn't everything. Even type of no. disability isn't everything. Like, yeah. my disability, I have, like, a couple friends with it that I re I'm really close to. But I'm also close to so many people with other disabilities that are, like, completely different, you know people with intellectual mm -hmm. developmental disabilities, 
psychological disabilities, any kind of, I mean, psychiatric, any kind of condition, you know, you can still relate to, you know, you know what it's like to be underestimated, but you know, the symptoms aren't everything. And don't, you know, be like, my disability is the coolest and the best and the only one that matters. Because we're all in this together. Right, exactly. Make sure we don't have any more. Oh, and the Disability Pride flag talks about that. There's a stripe for every single type of disability, also undiagnosed people. Yeah. Um, So that's really great, and we'll link that as well. Yeah, I think uh, Clifton already Mm -hmm. put it in the chat. Great. Well, I've got to um, head out and get food from civilization civilization have fun (laughs) thank you it's been so great doing with this this with you sarah we'll have to do it again sometime right yeah and thank you so much to everyone who's watching all right we'll see y'all all all of y'all later bye guys bye